Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. This first week, you know, it was just going to be about me. I'm not penetrating myself. I'm just going to just touch and rub externally. That little Vesper, I, which by the way, I wore it on a, a recent date. It makes you feel horny. <laughs> it makes you feel on. I was going for the really, really concentrated touch. Now, ladies know what I'm talking about. Like when that hood comes back, especially if you have a strong vibrator, sometimes it's too strong. Really reminded me of a lot of guys that go down on me. Sometimes it seems like it's either too intense or not intense enough. When you're having rigorous sex and it's just all this stuff happening and it's it's primal and raunchy, which I love, don't get me wrong. I'm not about to give that up, no sir. But that's more like, <sighs> Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Well, welcome to the first week of my March Masturbation Madness Month. It's going quite well. I cannot wait to talk to you about that, get in a little more detailed on that. But first, I want to tell a funny little story. I have a regular listener who sends me voicemails. We send voicemails often or back and forth quite a bit. And he's been a listener for a long time. And he sent me a voicemail last week, I believe, and pointed out, he said, hey, Layla, I was listening to another podcast. I can't remember what the name of it was. And he said, I thought I was hearing double because I had read, apparently I had read somebody's email on my podcast and this person had sent the exact same email to another podcaster and she was reading it out on her podcast. So I was, of course, (laughs) bummed. I'm like, what? Somebody is like double dipping. They're cheating on me. Oh my gosh, how could this be? But... (laughs) That's the first time that's happened or that's been brought to my attention. So the person that's double dipping, that's cutting and pasting and asking for advice, you know who you are. I'm not going to call it out, but other people listen and they they tell me about this stuff. So, and I won't say shame on you because actually, I guess if you want to just, if you want to do that and you want, you want to see how many people give you advice, but here's the thing. It's like when you have a group of friends and you're the guy that asks everybody in your peer group for their opinion and you don't take any of it or you don't respond to any of it. You just want to sort of capitalize on their time, get their attention and have them focus on you and give give you their two cents. Well, I don't know if this is working at all, if you're getting responses back. Obviously, 
We know one other podcaster has responded other than myself. I hope that you find the information useful and that you do put it to good use because we're all hoping to help our listeners in any way that we can. So I will say that obviously that other person's a good podcast host. They got back to you. I got back to you. And we have done our good deeds. So there we go. But it might be nice. And I will say it would be nice if when you send me something, if it's really kind of maybe, maybe a little more customized for me, not saying you have to, but I do answer things based on the assumption that you wanted a specific answer from me. So there you go. I'm not butthurt. (laughs) I just, I find it funny. And uh, just know there's other, my listeners, they listen to a lot of different podcasts in the same genre. So I guess if you're shooting, blasting out emails, asking the same question verbatim to different podcast hosts, it's bound to happen and you might get called out just like this person is here. And I don't mean called out in a bad way. It's just, it's come to my attention. So there we go. All right, now let's get into the fun stuff. The March Masturbation Madness Month. Okay, so this week was kind of all about, it was about more like the softer masturbation. Not, I wasn't doing, I was just doing like mostly afternoon delight sessions, right? Which is more like a lunchtime. It's about a 30 minute session, 15 to 30 minutes. It's not one of those just quickies, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I wasn't trying to just get it out of the way. But I also wasn't going full bore where I'm just, whipping out multiple toys, laying out the sex towel, getting the lube. I don't think I've busted the lube out once this week. I think it's all been spit. (laughs) And here's why. Because I haven't actually, I haven't put anything inside myself, not a finger, nothing. It's all been external stimulation. And what I did this first week was I really wanted to give my new sex toys from Love Crave a try. I got the Duet Pro, which I really love. Kind of reminds me of, you know, the rabbit ears from the old Mr. Bunny vibrator. This thing is designed where the your clit kind of goes, there's a slit for your clit. <laughs> it goes right down in between these two vibrating points and it feels really good. Really, really good. So I've been using that and that you can actually customize. It's cool because you can customize with different vibe settings. But listen, who am I kidding? Do you know what I did? I just basically, this is awful. I took out all of the vibe settings presets and I changed it to just full throttle, baby. I don't want to mess around. Let's just put the full throttle, you know, the maximum amount of vibration. I'll adjust the toy and move it around as I need to, depending on how much stimulation I want or where I want it. But that's what I went ahead and did. But it's very cool that you can customize it online. You just change the settings and it's programmable and it's got two motors. So it's really, it's got a nice strong vibration. Anyway, and I love with that stimulation, like on both sides of your clit, you can just kind of almost like, I don't want to say pinch your clit with it, but it just slides right in there and nice and snug and gives your clit a lot of loving. So that's what I've been up to this week now. So throughout that process, I also had an interview with a guest. I haven't published it yet, but she, we were talking about masturbation and she kind of gave me some, you know, I said, what are some tips to have, you know, really good masturbation sessions or maybe approach your masturbation sessions in a way that you haven't thought about before? And she kind of said, why don't you try instead of, because she's listening to my show, she goes, I know you like your Hitachi, but why don't you try some, just some softer touches and just kind of build it up. And my takeaway from my conversation with her, which I said, I will air that. And it's a great conversation. She gives great advice. 
was that I'm so this first week, you know, it was just going to be about me. I'm not penetrating myself. I'm just going to just touch and rub externally. I'm going to play with my nipples more. I'm going to kind of, it sounds kind of funny, like I'm going to kind of do more caressing of myself. And so I did that. And the cool part is, you know, all the fantasies and the fantasizing that came out of that was times where somebody had touched me in a way that was very passionate. And usually this would be a partner that I'm very deeply connected to. And you know that type of sex that you have where you're just, you feel every sensation. Like it's not rushed. You're just there totally in the moment. It's not hardcore. You know, I mean, I love the hardcore, lots of stuff going on. It's none of that. This was just very tactile, I guess, right? So I really took my time. And I also took some of the guests that I interviewed's advice about, she said something that reminded me of what Kenneth Play said about your click clock. And just kind of, so I was really going, did a lot of circling of my clit, did a lot of circles, a lot of slow strokes. And I also used the Vesper, which I fucking love. I'm just telling you, the Duet Pro is fabulous. But that little Vesper, which by the way, I wore it on a a recent date, it makes you feel horny. (laughs) It makes you feel on. I love it because it's, you're wearing a freaking vibrator around your neck and nobody knows. It just looks like a beautiful piece of jewelry. And it just get, but it gets you, it's priming the pump. That little subtle thing, it's like having your good lingerie on, your nails done, your hair coiffed, that cute outfit. And then poof, this is like the cherry on top of that gorgeous little Sunday is this lovely piece of jewelry that's a vibrator. I mean, I could have run into the bathroom and knocked one off when I met with this guy, he would have never known, which by the way, might be kind of fun. I'm going to have to add that to my list. I'm going to have to do that. I'll, then I'll have to tell them about it later. After I come back from the bathroom, maybe be a little flush, be like, oh, oh my gosh, this date's going so well. I just want you to know I had to go in the bathroom and relieve myself. I had to go give myself a quick orgasm so I could focus because looking at you just got me all hot and bothered. That's fun. That right there. I want to be able to say that and do that. So anyway, back to the masturbating. So I was just using both of these items, but especially the Vesper when I was doing my, I guess, just like kind of click clock, going all the way around my clit, really paying attention, going in slow little circles, really feeling how good it felt. One of the things I really love to do is I love to kind of like pull the hood back a little bit and then put pressure with like my left hand because I'm right-handed, right? So I got my toy in my right hand. I'm just pulling up a little bit on the outside of my pussy and my pussy lips and everything kind of pulls up a little bit, which pulls the hood up a little bit. And I was going for the really, really concentrated Now, ladies know what I'm talking about. Like when that hood comes back, especially if you have a strong vibrator, sometimes it's too strong. Like, and the urge is to push away and say, stop. I was working on this time, not doing that. It's really hard, but I wanted you to see, because I can push past that and have orgasms in the super, super sensitive zone. You know what's really interesting, guys? It's like when I do that and I'm in that super sensitive zone, this like bolt of energy will rush down to the insteps of my feet. When the insteps of my feet are on fire, like that means I know that feeling. Like that sensation is, oh my God, this is intense. But 
you can have some really, if you can stick with it and it's hard to do, you can have some really, really nice orgasms. Now, what I love about that Vesper is it's, I'd say it's about the circumference of like, a. it's more round than like a pencil, but at the end of it, so if you imagine like a bullet, you know how the end of a, a long skinny bullet, like a rifle bullet, kind of what it reminds me of. It gets pointy at the end. Well, this is pointy at the end. So the super concentrated vibration that you can almost pinpoint, it's not like having an egg, a little bullet where there's all that surface area. It just gets very, very pinpointed. And so with that, you can really just get right on top of your clit. And and there's a difference between stimulating the clit and then the pubic bone in the area around it. I mean, this, I'm just really on the clit because I wanted to just feel what that sensation was like, you know, and it's intense. It's very intense, but I, but I wanted to just focus on that, you know, like really focus on that because one of the things I like to do is try to see how many different styles and ways I can orgasm. Because I know that women, we will have our go-to style and way, and we don't want to deviate from that. And I'm a creature of habit too, guys. I mean, that's why there's, I'm really going to try to not use my Hitachi very much at all during this month. I want to try to explore more of the softer building techniques that I can use to have an orgasm. And I feel like, because guys touch you in different ways. So if you kind of get yourself, if you think about your clit, it's like, your clit's like an athlete. It needs to be, it needs some clit training. Let's let's get our clits into training, ladies. Let's (laughs) train them up. Like we're going somewhere. We've got a competition and there's just different styles that we need to master. That way we can, depending on the kind of guy you're with and the kind of lover you're with, you can, you can come with him. It's not just one size has to fit all because that's really the problem. A lot of times one size does not fit all as we know. And it can be disappointing if he's not doing it the way you like. And I'm not saying that you don't have communication with people and all that, but you know, it's a lot easier if your clit is multifunctional it's multiversatile. You can come different ways and with different styles of touch. It's not just like, okay, do this or nothing. So what this kind of really, this type of touch and this type of style that I was doing, it almost kind of, it really reminded me of a lot of guys that go down on me. Sometimes it seems like it's either too intense or not intense enough is usually where it's landing. And then when it is intense enough, there's that fine line between he's doing it exactly right, right pressure, right speed, right amount of suction, right amount of tongue. It just varies. So I'm trying to train my clit up so that, (laughs) train it up so that it can be more reactive with different partners who have different styles and techniques. And also, because even if you're with the same partner, you don't always want to do the same thing, guys. That gets boring. Oh my gosh. This is why people are, this is why I'm here, okay? This is really why I'm here. This is my gift to the world, to your ears, that I can help give you creative ideas and creative ways to enjoy your sex life better, you know, for yourself and and with a partner. But with this kind of like really, really intense circling just right on the clit, just staying right on the clit, you have to sort of buckle in and ride that wave. And when I did, and then I was like really kind of, I was, I think I was getting very earthy about it. I was really focusing on my breathing 
and sort of having that kind of, I know it sounds weird. I know I don't usually get out there. I'm getting out there a little more hippy dippy than I normally do, right? But I was just like focusing on my breathing and kind of concentrating that breathing it down in my pelvis instead of a lot of times it's the, when you're having rigorous sex and it's just all this stuff happening and it's it's primal and raunchy, which I love, don't get me wrong. I'm not about to give that up, no sir. But, you know, that's more like, that's like a, that's from the chest. I was really focused on just kind of like, how was my breathing? You know, because I'm a yogi, so I'm good with my breathing. It's more just like, like that, you know, more deep, deep, deep down in using my, in through my nose, out through my mouth. And quite frankly, this is exactly what I do in yoga. This is how you have, you stay really focused in yoga. You don't, overheat. You don't get overwhelmed because the room's really, really hot and you're trying to do these postures and you can, you don't think that you're going to lose your breath or hold your breath or whatever. And this just keeps you, you know, in through your nose, out through your mouth. I run that way too. And it's, it's a really good technique just to keep everything. It gets you in the zone basically. So this got me in my, my zone. It got me in my orgasm zone. And I start, and I noticed that, you know, when my, when I was breathing the right way, because I'm by myself, I don't have somebody else just driving me over the edge with that primal breathing, which again, like, oof, that's hot too. Nothing against it. Just trying to put some (laughs) other thoughts in your head, other ways that you can approach this. When I did, and I just buckled in and I was like, it was almost like a combination of the high intense pressure, right? So I could kind of pretend like imagine in my mind, this guy was touching me very slow, very rhythmically, very methodically, but like very, very intentionally. And he was in full control. Like this is what's going on in my mind and in my brain and the things I'm fantasizing about when I'm in this in this sort of masturbatory mode. And I just had to kind of follow his lead. And he was creating this like wave for me to ride and I could come whenever I wanted, but I kind of had to do some work to get there. So I had to move my hips a little bit. And it was just kind of like... This is the amount of pressure you're going to get. This is the motion you're going to get. Now the rest is on you. Let's make it happen, baby girl. So, <laughs> so I did. I totally did. Oh my gosh. And it was good. And the, But the, I'll say, so the orgasms were, they were very... I'm kind of, I want to say like feminine. I don't know what like feminine as I was just like touching my clit and pushing just right on the actual clitoris, you know, no hood. Through the hood, you can take a lot. Like I can't pull the hood back and stick that Hitachi right on there. No, I will fucking jump off the bit. Like literally that would physically move my body away, like being shocked. <laughs> it's like sticking your finger in the light socket. It's like, oh no, 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 no. That's way, way, way too much. Drives you crazy. So this was right on the edge of that. This was, these toys I was using, they have a lot of pressure and vibration and they just enough, but I could control it and tease it. And especially when I had like, when I had that duet pro and basically the, my clit was sandwiched in between the little prongs of it. Oh, yeah. And then I would just kind of, I could kind of slowly like, you know, kind of like circle that or kind of rock it up to the top of the clit and down, you know, cause your clit's kind of like a bean. <laughs> oh my God. 
Yes. And so I had, so I felt like the orgasms I had, they weren't aggro, they weren't super aggressive because I can definitely get that way. They were just these nice long waves of when I finally had them. You know, they felt like these are your bread and butter orgasms. Like these are your staples. They're your go-to. I'm not doing so many crazy things. I'm not a zillion things going on at once where you're being flooded with pressure or over hyperstimulated. This was just, it gave me one one concentrated area to really focus on. And like I said, the arches of my feet were on fucking fire, but it felt really good. It Once you sort of push past that desire to, to pull off of it, like you're putting so much pressure on, or not pressure, it's just the sensation. You're getting so much concentrated sensation. That's the better term. You're getting so much concentrated sensation right on your clit that you, it lights the whole clit up. Like you can feel like the legs of it, you know, the legs of your clitoris that run along, along the side, down the side of your pussy and in the back wall to where your G-spot is. Like everything, it's electric, but it's not, it's just electric enough, but not too much. So I hope all this is making sense because I really tried to be, I tried to take careful notes after I was done. Like, what did that feel like? What was I thinking? The types of fantasies that brought about, like I was having a lot of, uh, you know, cause I'm doing this, this has been seven days now. I'm having a lot of, uh, of uh, oral sex fantasies too. There was a lot of like really soft kind of commanding, but soft fantasies. And then there was a lot of oral sex fantasies because this kind of reminded me of a sensation I get a lot when during oral sex. It's when a tongue's going everywhere, it'll push the hood back or sometimes the hood, you know, you kind of have to just get, you got to ride that wave. So I was really able to do that. And I had several orgasms and they were really nice. I mean, just like I said, just your good old fashioned bread. I don't know how else to say it, but like your bread and butter. I don't want to say standard because that doesn't sound like it's good enough, but just good old solid B plus orgasms. B plus orgasm. And who wouldn't take that? Like, come on. I'm not going to, I don't have to be swinging from the chandeliers every time I come. That's fun, but... This is just nice, good, solid stuff. Now, I'll tell you what's happened. So this first week has just been, I'm on fire. I'm, it's amazing. I forgot, I forgot this aspect of it, but then I kind of looked back on what I was saying last year. And this has instantly cranked up my sex furnace. Like I am horny all the time, every day. I'm back in that hyper-sexual, hyper-horny mode. So one of the things I want to remind women of, and not just women, men too. It's like, it's use it or lose it. If you think you've lost your sex drive or sex is not important or you just don't care about it anymore, I'm going to say bullshit. You're just only getting out of something what you're putting into it. So if you're not interested in sex, it's because you don't see yourself sexually anymore. You're not touching yourself in a sexual way or nobody else is touching you in a sexual way. You have to get into that mindset, get into that mode. Doesn't take long. I'm already there most of the time, but I certainly, it shuts off and I'm doing other things and you got to get groceries and you got to make dinner and you, you know, exercise and take the dogs wrong, all that, you're living life. But now with this everyday daily masturbation, because I usually do it in the morning. So it starts my day off, right? I got to tell you, I'm fucking horny all goddamn day long and I'm super wet. Oh my God. My underwear 
Well, if I'm even, I'm, I'll say if I'm even wearing them, but I'll tell you what, I mean, my jeans, you guys, look, we all know what vaginal secretions look like. (laughs) They use the white little snail snail mails, snail trails in whatever you got, right? And so I like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but you know, I just, I keep it real. I had on some black jeans the other day and I took them off. I was like, whoa, oh man, better spray and wash those. I know I'm disgusting, but I love it. I don't care. It's all in the name of good sex, good sexuality, good sexual vibes. This stuff is important and it's fun. I love feeling sexy all day. It makes me feel sexy. I'm looking, I'm checking out guys. I'm making more eye contact. It's changed me just in that short amount of time. It's cranked me up. If that's even possible, it's cranked me up even more. And when you walk around feeling sexy and exuding that vibe, trust me, men pick up on it. It's like a dog whistle that nobody else can hear, but men are just like, ooh, what? They tune in on, I'm telling you, their little brains, not little brains, their lizard brains, like something, there's something prehistoric and primal about it. I don't know what it is, but I have seen this throughout the course of my life. It works. I know it. I don't know why. I don't have to understand what's behind it. But I do know that as a woman, when you're feeling sexual and sexy, you exude that. And men, it's like a homing device. Like they pick up on it. It resonates with them. Just plain men you don't know on the streets just looking at you. You can see they're like, they don't even know what it is either, but you got their attention and they're noticing. So Okay. So that's been, I guess that's my week one. Just a lot of erotic. Let me see. I'm trying, what's my, how many orgasms I've had? I did, I guess I did 10 this week. Not that anybody, not that that really matters. It just, I have to have one a day, but a couple days there, I'm super, super hyped up and I can't just have one. I only have to have one, but a lot of times I can't just have one. And then I'll go back for round two later in the day. So a couple times I went back for round two. And then one time I just, I did uh, two, two in one shot. The idea is not to sit there and take too much time out of your day because otherwise that becomes too complicated and you're asking people to do too much, even when it comes to this kind of pleasure, which is very fun. I understand people have their lives to live. So that's my first week. Yes, very just sensual, playful, slow, erotic. I'm playing with just other erogenous zones, nipples at the same time, pinching and getting my getting some spit on my fingers and kind of rubbing it on my nipples and gliding them up and down and going in circles and pinching and pulling. And yeah, it's kind of nice to have a, a... I love a good nipple pinch or bite right as I'm coming. When I'm a lot of times if I'm just right there on the edge, if I'm like riding a guy and he's sitting up and I, we're facing each other and I'm just riding his cock, right as I'm about ready to come, if he starts sucking on my nipples, oh my God, biting and sucking. <gasps> oh, fuck. I love that. Just right as he's just, you're deep inside of him. Uh, he's <laughs> You're deep inside of him. La. See, I, my brain's starting to like literally glitch because I'm I'm going, I'm just, I'm going back. I'm in, I'm feeling those sensations again. Anyway, I was saying when he's inside of you and then he, and you know, deep inside and you're grinding, oh, and you're about ready to come and he's moving your hips. And then he just puts his mouth on your nipples and bites and licks and pulls and oh yeah I don't know if you guys can hear me I'm I'm touching my nipples I'm grabbing and squeezing my tits right now <laughs> Alrighty. Well, 
I think I know what I need to go do right now. So week two is going to be a little different focus. I'm starting week two. It's going to be a little different this time. All right, guys. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and so much for listening. I appreciate you guys so much. I think I just have the best listeners ever. Actually, I think other people, I talk to a lot of great sex podcasters and I think we just have, I think people that listen to sex podcasts are fucking cool. That's it. There, I said it. It doesn't just have to be my listeners. People that are open-minded sexually are fun, playful, excitable. We're cool. We're hip. So thank you guys for being all those things. You're wonderful. I love you. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Until next time. If you have any questions or comments, you know where to find me. Go to thecuriousgoldiaries.com, click on the pink tab on the right-hand side and leave me a voicemail. I love them and I will get back to you personally. And this is a way we can get to know each other. All right, take care guys. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend and make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.